Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to start? I'm ready. We're starting. We've started. Let's do it. (laughs) <laughs> I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Uh, <laughs> nobody knows, nobody a knows joke. what we're referring nobody to. Nobody knows That's what okay. that. No, it's yeah, it's a ridiculous joke. Yep. Uh, too yeah. too long of a story. So no. Oh boy, is it ever. Yes. Um. Hi. What's up? Hi. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh. I uh. I just got a mammogram yesterday. Not my first. Oh, I've had many, I, but uh, I got. I had one of those fun things uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we could have yeah. gone together and held we, hands. We should have gone together. Yeah. Well, that would have been that would have yeah. been more fun. I mean, it's very important. It is very. It important. is very important. Get your mammograms, ladies. It is. You just you do it. You grin and you bear it. Check yeah, the tatas. It's important. And you know what I just learned? Hmm. They've okay. The, sorry to anyone who's not into middle age ailments, but um, <laughs> they've lowered the I'm age. In. They've lowered the age of colonoscopies to forty five. So. Now I have to, it was, it was 50, now it's 45 and I'm 47. So apparently I'm overdue for a colonoscopy just because they lowered the recommendations. I will tell you that it's very important. Uh, My best friend Celia lost her sister um, in her early forties to uh, colon cancer that spread. um, And she only found out that she had it after um, she had her kid. She was pregnant at the time and they found it when she had the kid but they didn't notice so oh, it is dear. very prevalent in women not to like bring the vibe down uh, but no, um, no, no this is the more you yeah know. it's okay. yeah it's it's it is super important and it is also important because the way that we eat and take care mm. of our insides is not great um so like True. i i definitely am you know they, they call the gut the second brain it is actually oh. just as important to your mental health and okay. well-being um, if you have a healthy gut biome and, uh, obviously colonoscopies are part of that. So totally. Okay. 
Well, this, so this is your PSA. Yeah, yeah. and I, it's it's not fun. I heard it's not like the, I haven't had one, but uh, I've heard that the procedure itself isn't terrible. It's mm. the disgusting sh- schmuck, not schmuck, that's the wrong the, the Yiddish out. term. The, the the disgusting stuff you have to drink yes. the night before and that basically you should just move everything that you need uh, into a comfortable spot in the bathroom yeah. and just hang out there. I've heard, I've heard the same. Basically be like Steph, move into the bathroom and <laughs> just do that for a night and then you'll be over it the next day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's just the anticipation of, because I've never done it, so I'm kind of like, I'm nervous, don't know what to expect, but I do know how important it is and you just... yeah. You know, look, get a colonoscopy, then you'll be ready for a colonic. And then you'll just be like, yeah, every three months, just hose me out, you know? It'll be great. clean as a whistle. Right, yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I don't, they they say those are probably bad for you, actually, because it, again, takes out the good healthy gut. Oh, yeah, you need the good, you need the good stuff inside you. I mean, look, everyone's just doing their best, you know? (laughs) And, uh, and sometimes you gotta, you know, get a little invasive. Okay, okay. It's important. All right, I will. Check you've your got to hold your butt, people. Hold me to it. That uh, <laughs> there you go. That's my you, message well, for the day. Check your boobs and your butt. Check your boobs and your butt. It's right. very yep. yep. Boob That's and butt my... health is very important. It is. Okay. It is, and nobody wants to talk about it because we're weird about body parts in this country. But let me tell you, we shouldn't feel. We shouldn't. It shouldn't be a weird topic. Like we should be more open about it. I wish people would talk to me more about mammograms and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's no big deal. It's not a taboo topic. Just talk about well, it. Well, now that I know that, I'm going to talk to you about mammograms all the time. <laughs> that's it. I'm just going to find random mammogram facts and be like, did you know? Yeah. And that's it. There we go. Because you said you wished that people had talked to you more about it. So now, hey, another I'm idea. Friend. Another idea for a live show. We get live mammograms on stage. No, I'm good. No, no. Because you know what? There'd be way too many people that would be in for it. And that creeps me the fuck out. Okay. There's well, way too many people to be like, I'd go watch that. And you're like, no, no, no. no. Well, we could have like no. a privacy screen. They wouldn't like actually see, see it happen. What are you talking I don't about? How are you going to get, are you going to bring a, ma- like a mammography machine? Yes. Yeah. The x-ray machine. Somewhere yes. At a- yes. And the, and the, the boob handler, the lady that handles the your boob. boob hand- you the mean boob the nurse? Handler. Yes. The boob handler? I mean, it is true. They do kind of go, all right, here. And then they're like, closer to the machine. You're like, I am crawling inside of the machine. Yes. I can't possibly get any closer. You can't get any closer. Get closer, get closer. Get It'll closer. be like no. when- If when they Kate... get closer, they're going to be giving me a colonoscopy. That's yeah, really- well, that's... Hey, yeah. Well, you know, if you want a two <laughs> for one. Katie Couric did it on the Today Show. She got her, her colonoscopy live on the Today Show. So I'm, I'm feeling inspired, you know? But don't they give you something that makes you like, like, no one wants, I don't want to be live after that. Well, I want to see that. I'm buying a ticket right I mean, now. It is. That, I, you know what? It prob- it would be like one of those like uh, wisdom tooth extractions where oh. it's like, what is happening to this person? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, I'm so glad we started off the show there. This has started um, off brilliantly. Hey, you know what? If we are helping people. Someone might hear this and be like, you know what? I'm 45. I mm-hmm. should go get that. And maybe we'll help them. So if it helps even one person, it was worth all the awkwardness of, of talking about talking about it. <laughs> right. And and all the awkwardness of drinking the terrible stuff. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Well, stay tuned. I'll tell that story on another mini-sode sometime. <laughs> Whenever I actually schedule the darn appointment. Oh, the mini mammography episode. <laughs> yeah. <This> is, I'm <laughs> already sweating and we just started. 
that's just a hot flash. It's okay. true. That's true. Hey, HRT. That's our podcast initials. And yeah, and we've I'm never like, felt it more than talking about colonoscopies and mammograms today. And everyone under forty is like, "What? What's wrong with wrong them? With these two? Yeah. What's well, wrong with the full house what? girls? Guess what? When you're forty plus, you also will have people saying, "What is wrong with you?" And I hope you do. Yes. Then you know you've succeeded. It's a rite of passage. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. I'm here for it. Well, let's get into the episode. Let's get away from these topics of boobs and butts and get into today's episode of Danny's first date, which really isn't that far off, I think. You know what I mean? If we're talking thought process, I don't think that's too far of a stretch. You know, Bob would love it. Bob would love if we've dedicated this episode to boobs and butts, and and this is his episode. So, yeah, and it really is. And that, Bob, you're welcome. You're welcome. He would love nothing more than inappropriate bathroom humor. Oh, yeah. uh, especially, uh, especially about an episode where he's, you know, nervous about going on a first date after his wife's dead. So there's nothing more that Bob appreciates than really terrible humor. I'm looking at your picture right now, Bob. Aww, Bob. You're welcome. We love you, Bob. Well, welcome back to How Rude, Tanneritos. I am Andrea Barber. And I am Jody Sweeten. And how rude indeed. <laughs> Today, we are discussing episode, um, season one, episode 18. 17. No, 17. <laughs> I'm still having a hot flash. It's okay. a, it's, this is our episode 18, but we did a oh, one oh, intro okay. episode. So yeah, yeah. I was reading the wrong thing. Okay. So today we are discussing season one, episode 17, titled Danny's First Date. And it originally aired on February 11th, 1988, right before Valentine's Day. Aww. And it goes a little something like this. Danny has not dated anyone since his wife's death one year ago. Wait, what about the chick that came to his birthday party? He wasn't ready to date. Remember, he turned her down for like a lunch or a meal. Okay, that's right. He was just like, he wasn't ready for Carolyn, the sea cruise Carolyn, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Carolyn was the only good thing about that sea cruise episode. The only good thing. I wish she had come back, but that's okay. We have Linda. The hive hive mother instead. Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, listen. Uh, so Danny becomes interested in this hive mother of Stephanie's honeybee troop, but when his kids find out that he might be going on a date, their negative response surprises him. Mm. Mm. It's just a little, it's a little dangerous though to date the, the, the hive mother of your kids, you know? Yeah. It it seems messy to me. It seems a little messy. I feel like. Yeah, well, it's. It's his first time. That's okay. That's That's right. It's not the point of the Where else are you going to go? You know what I mean? Right. He's got a limited pool here. So this episode was directed by Joel Zwick. It was written by Jeff Franklin, and we have a couple of guest stars here. We have Karen Cop- Karen Coppins, Copins, Karen Coppins. I don't know how you say it. I, I would I would go Copins. You but would go Copins. Okay, Karen Copins. I could be wrong. As she plays Linda Stratton, uh, she's also known for '80s Vampire, Jim Carrey debut, Once Bitten. Oh, that is a. The historical piece of oh, yeah. films. No, it's not. I was just kidding. Yeah, I liked it, and I don't even like scary stuff. Um, she was also in Troop Beverly Hills. She was in That's Dallas. Right. And Troop, yeah, Troop Beverly Hills was fantastic. I wonder who yes. she played in that. Um, anyway, so we love Karen, even though her hair is, you know, very it 80s. Is a little, very 80s. It's very, yeah. A very blunt cut 80s. But mm-hmm. That's okay. We'll yeah. Uh, and the other guest star this week is Deborah Ann Gorman. She plays Julie, who is Linda's daughter. Right. Another honeybee. Yes. And she was, I don't think, necessarily in anything else. 
being on Full House killed her desire to pursue acting as a child. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe. You maybe, know, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Right. Uh, so the show opens with Stephanie and her friends having a honeybee meeting in the living room. The hive love the honeybees. Love those honeybees. They, you know, we haven't seen you. We haven't seen you in your honeybee outfit in a couple of episodes here. So it's true. Love that costume. Um, the hive mother Linda has made Joey an honorary queen bee. This is great. There's so many kids in this scene too. Like you yes. finally get to play with kids. One of whom was our stage manager, uh, Keith Richmond's daughter, Allison. No way. She was sitting, I think, like the furthest kind of upstage in like the front row, long, dark hair. Yeah. Um, yeah. That because we were, I was friends with his, uh, his with Keith's daughters. They would come to birthday parties and whatever. But yeah, she was one of the honeybees. Oh. I'm sure there were other, I actually had written down, I was like, there's probably other, you know, Crew kids. Crew kids, in yeah. In the honeybees, but. Oh, that's such a great perk yeah. of being a, a, a crew member's kid. Right, yeah. You get to be to... A, a, an extra in a scene. Yeah. Okay, so today, today is the start of the honeybee honey drive, which is akin to Girl Scouts selling Girl Scout cookies, which right. both you and I are right. very familiar with because we've both. Oh, indeed. Been there, done that many, indeed. many times. And then, yeah, I got to say, I feel like selling honey would have been a lot harder. Oh, so yeah. I'm, I, cookies, Way easy. Cookies are you know, way easier because you can eat so many of them. Because truthfully, how much honey does one need and it doesn't go bad? No. So, uh, a jar of honey will last me easily a year. Uh, easily. But it doesn't, it doesn't, you can keep jar honey for as long as you want and it does mm. not go bad. So, yeah. yeah. This is a, this is a difficult product to sell and I guess it's on, on theme with the honeybees, but you're right. This is a very it's difficult true. product to move. So Linda explains that they are raising money for underprivileged children, and the honeybee who sells the most honey will win a special grand prize, a new bicycle. Oh, I mean, couldn't the underprivileged kid use the bike more? I, I know. I know. If you're, ra- if you're raising like, money, mm. well, and I have, I have issues. I have conflicted feelings about this. I'll get to this. Okay, we'll get to it. Sorry. So they take the cover off to reveal the brand new bike, and Stephanie immediately runs over to climb on it. Joey awkwardly attempts to extract Stephanie from the bike, and Stephanie exclaims, that seat was made for my tush. <laughs> See, hey, we were on brand. We started brand, the but- show in a very on-brand way. <laughs> but to be fair, you know, the meeting is at Steph's house. She's like, there is a new bike in yeah, my living room. I, true. I get why she feels a little entitled to it. But it's kind. Of, I'm like, Steph, you're kind of, just sit down. I know, sit have down. some chill. Stop. Have some chill, have some, Stephanie. Yeah, don't be, don't be that kid. Well, you were six. It was like that was your impulsive. Yeah, you're just like, I want yeah, the bike. Yeah, yeah. I want the bike. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, I understand. I, get, I understand I it. Um, so Joey introduces a young lady who holds the record for selling 725 jars of honey, DJ Tanner. Wow. That is a lot of honey. That's a lot of honey. DJ walks in. She's wearing a purple denim dress. <gasps> Which is a departure just, from her normal Amish look that she, or Yellowstone costume that she normally is wearing. The 1823 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I don't, yes, this was a, this was an updated denim, uh, an updated Canadian tuxedo. You it know what I mean? Cute. It was, yeah. it was purple denim, purple acid wash denim, acid by the way. Acid washed denim. Ugh, yes. yes. It, she looked great. I loved oh, it. Oh, it was so cute. I loved it. So DJ gives uh, the honeybees a pep talk about how they will need to work their little stingers off. 
and she leaves she's not a she's not a, a honeybee anymore, right? No, she passed. She the, has retired. She passed, she has passed the antenna the on to you, right? In one right. of the previous episodes, so you know, now she's the mentor to, who's imparting wisdom to the honeybees. Right. She leads them in a chant of sell, 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 and this you know this brings me to my conflicted feelings about fundraisers like this. Which yes, I love, and I was a cookie mom, so I, you know, I'm very okay. much. I was the cookie mom for the our Girl Scout troop, so I, right. have, I have done this many, many times, um, and I think it's great. It teaches girls the skills like managing money, setting goals, understanding customers, meeting right. deadlines. All of that is great, but I feel like there's become too much attention on an emphasis on the prizes that you get for selling X number of products. It like in this case. Selling so many, the top seller is going to win a bike. Same thing with I mean, Girl Scouts. The girls are, they, all they want are like the prizes, the bears, the sweatshirts, the trip to whatever, trip to Disneyland. You do realize we live in a, an incredibly capitalist country in which everything is incentivized to sell the most to other people of things they don't need, like 700 jars of honey. I know, so I don't I, like and it. it was, I, I think the like sell, it. sell, sell thing also is a is like a kind of a, throwback to like Gordon Gecko in Wall Street Michael Douglas's character like oh. it's all about I mean it's the 80s is yeah. the 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 yuppie stockbroker money 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 you know vibe right now yeah i get it not I that that's it. ever gone anywhere i don't no. you know but that was it, this was definitely um you know this was this was that era this was that era and i just i, I don't I think I the point the point should be the underprivileged children that you're raising money for, not the the prizes and the bike and the you know the top seller. That I mean, you got to keep the got to keep the emphasis where it belongs. I wonder why they didn't just say that it was like benefiting the hunt, like the troop, rather like why they have to make it about the kid. Like other, did they just think that that wasn't going to play as well? Well, I think normally, like our Girl Scout troop would always take our profits from cookie selling right. and donate and that always half went of back it to, to the a troop. charity. Yeah, half of it stays right. with the troop for whatever you know field trips you got coming up right. or expenses, and then we would donate the other half to a charity. Right. Or um, like we did a um, a shelter one time, an, an animal shelter. Yeah. We brought blankets and we donated money so that they could okay help pets. And so I, I think that's good. That's very good. It's it teaches you know altruism, but. Um, yeah, the, this it's it's the incentives that I have I have an issue with. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Do. I yeah. get it. It's but that's you know for it's kids, common. Kids are kids are self obsessed little creatures and really will only do things if there's something in it for them right. most of the time. <laughs> it's true, that's, and that's we all were like that, and we and some people never grow out of that. So. I know a lot of adults like that. Still. Yeah, I know <laughs> tons. I know several <laughs> several well uh, uh, like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. I, I, I get it, though. I also okay. am not uh, comfortable with the uh, selling of things. Yeah, but yeah. It's always awkward. Steph but needs a bike, so. Steph needs a bike. This is, she's on a mission. She needs a bike. Yeah. So Jesse walks in the front door. He's wearing his exterminator uniform, and DJ yells, attack! The honeybees surround Jesse until he explains that he's been exterminating bugs all day, and he will not hesitate to take care of them if needed. That was, I love that. <laughs> that was a hilarious joke, actually. That was That's very a funny. a good one. Such a yeah. good one. Uh, he shoes he shoes them away, and we follow Jesse into the kitchen. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest 
and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. What do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree. Where there's not even cell cell no, phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out. We'll make we'll make it like it's 1988. No yes. phones. No nothing. I'm gonna braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm my permed hair Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing acapella with your Ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. (laughs) Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. In the kitchen, Jesse uh, laughs at Joey's bee costume, and Joey explains to Jesse that he is an honorary queen bee. And I I'm mean, like, with this those high-waisted pants, he <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> My God, those the, the pants, in, I literally wrote down, Joey's high-waisted pants. Yeah. They were, his torso looked like it was an inch long. They were, it was, 
Mm. They, they get higher not, every episode. I, I'm convinced that he just keeps hiking them not, up. And the belt loops were like this wide and yeah. that. I, it was uh, yeah. it's a it's a choice. Flattering. That was a choice, Dave. I preferred Joe in the three-piece suit. Mm. The high-waisted pants were not doing anything. Me too. Me too. Um, so Jesse sees a large cardboard box in the kitchen. And Joey explains that it's a dream house from Jesse's mom for Michelle. Uh, at this moment, Danny rushes in from the back door and he asks if he missed the honeybee meeting. Jesse assures him that the honeybees are still there, but more importantly, so is their hive mother, Linda. And he says this in like a sing-songy voice, alluding to a hopeful love interest for Danny. Ooh. Ooh. So Danny grabs a pan from the drying rack. He starts just casually checking out his hair and, and fixing his cowlick. <laughs> Uh, and Jesse comments that Linda is very pretty and very divorced. Joey and Jesse want Danny to admit that he has a crush on Linda, but Danny denies it. Joey tells him, go for it. It's obvious he's ready to start dating again, but Danny is unsure. Jesse explains that it's been a year since Pam died. This is very helpful timeline for us. Yes, the audience. I was very, I was like, okay, a year. Noted. Noted. So it's been it's been twelve months, and um, okay. Jesse and Joey think that Danny is Danny's ready to date. He's ready. Danny's yeah, yeah. Danny's not sure though. Uh, uh, Danny claims that it's been so long he doesn't even remember how to ask a girl out. Yeah, he says it was since prom. Since prom. Because remember, we find out yeah. that that uh, they were high school sweethearts. Oh, I know, I know. So yeah, it's understandable. It's been it's been over ten years, and he doesn't know how to ask anyone out on a date. And I have thoughts, mm, what are your thoughts on this because Danny says that it was actually Joey who asked out mm. Pam for him, right? Strange. And Jesse yes. seems surprised at all this, but Jesse was uh, the brother, right? So mm -hmm. wouldn't he have met Danny and Joey then too if they were dating since, um, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, well, maybe I'm just... No, again, I think it's it's that messy thing of like we've known each other forever, but we've just now met. Yeah, sort of moment. I guess I was sort of think, thinking of it sort of like Joey was like the Cyrano de Bergerac. Uh, did I say that right? De Bergerac. Cyrano de Berger de Bergerac. Whatever. Not Tom Bergeron. <laughs> <laughs> He was he, he was the one he was just like basically speaking for Danny. He I don't think right, he had anything right, to do right. with Jesse. He was just like the one that was No, no, like no, I know that. For Danny. But oh, if okay. but if if Joey and Danny were best friends in high school uh -huh. and Danny and Pam started dating in high, high school, school and Jesse was he the older brother or young I think he's the younger. younger. He's the younger. He's younger okay. than Pam. 5 years younger right? than Pam. So would he wouldn't he have seen the two of them around? Maybe. Sure. I'm, I'm I trying just, to think. I'm, I'm five years younger than my brother, one of my brothers. And right. Yeah, they were always hanging out. I would well, always was like, that, yeah, you, I was always like wanted to hang out with the older kids and like, right. you know, I always had a crush I just feel on like, them. I feel like they would have been in this, like mm. the, at least known of each other. Yeah. It just always feels a little bit like mm. Jesse is this outlier instead of. His no. mom being the grandma for everybody. Well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading too much into it. I, I'm, Maybe. I'm thinking too much. Maybe, but no, you do you do bring up a good point, though, about, it. I don't think, because uh, I tend to forget, too, like that Jesse, yeah, Jesse is known, the brother-in-law. Jesse is Right, Jesse would have known that Joey asked Pam and Dan, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, In, I unless, okay, if Pam was 18, that means 
Jesse was like 13. Maybe he was just too self-absorbed yeah. to notice yeah, what was true. going on in Pam's life. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's fine. There's way too much logic for a sitcom. That's- I know. That's, I, <laughs> too much logic. Okay, so Danny reveals it's Joey who actually asked Pam out. Jesse's very disturbed at the idea of Joey being an expert on romance. Uh, and Jesse gives Danny a pep talk. He says, now go out there and be bold, be confident, and ask that girl out. The guys yes. push Danny into the living room. Yes, I love that pep talk. So now we're in the living room. Uh, Danny's confidence has waned a little bit as he walks in on the honeybee meeting. They're just wrapping up. Linda has all the honeybees assembled by the front door, and she tells them to buzz into the car, which is it's a little a big. She's got to be driving a rather large right? van or a station wagon. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm wondering, are all those honeybees going to fit in her car? And they're just unattended. Like she spends another right. Five There's just minutes. kids on a street in San Francisco <laughs> in a car <laughs> on a hill. You know what right. I mean? Like they have the keys. What what happened? Are they joyriding? You know, it's this, it's on? the eighties. Safety was this, not a big concern in the eighties. That's true. They had the flip down seats in the back of the station yeah. wagon. Half the troops back there just bopping around with There's no seatbelt on. So pile pile them in. Yeah. So with the kids gone, Linda thanks Danny for letting her use the house, and Danny says, "Anytime, me hive is Sue hive." Which is a lame joke, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, a little girl walks up well, to Danny. Well, Danny was a little bit of a, li- a little. But he's a nervous. He's nervous. He's. But Danny he's, always, he was a little bit of a nerd. He is a nerd. And that's so why that, we love him so much. Right, is because right. he's he's not the suave, you know, Jesse Cochran character. He's Danny. He's he's nerdy and and very, very, just a wonderful person. Um, she sends out everyone except her own child, who then asks Danny to buy some honey from her. So <laughs> Linda's like, listen, honey, Mr. Tanner will probably buy honey from Stephanie, you know, his own flesh and blood. Yeah, yeah. But Danny wants back to- Back off, kid. Back off, right? Uh, it's Stephanie's territory. She's got that sell, sell, sell message. She's nothing else but just say, just that bike. She just wants the bike. Right in my own living room. How rude, right? <laughs> uh, so Danny, Danny wants to stay in Linda's good graces, though. So he tells the little girl that he will buy three jars. And Stephanie is just unhinged. Stephanie is like, what? He's buying from the competition- doesn't yeah. he know that she needs that bike? I, I don't blame Steph for being I, so right, mad. Mm-hmm. Right? So Danny Danny makes up for it and he says, okay, I will buy 10 jars from you. What is happening with all this honey? Where is it going? What are they doing? What is, who is slathering themselves in honey? What is, there's just vats of honey somewhere? So much honey. I It's good God. So, um... Stephanie's excited about this, but DJ covers her mouth and says, no, 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 we're going to counter. We're going to haggle a little bit here. Only 10? Stephanie is flesh and blood. So DJ and Danny haggle back and forth. They negotiate and finally settle on 17 jars that Danny's going to buy from Stephanie. What? I can't. I can't. <laughs> Seven, And they're not small jars either. No, no they're, they're large full, jars. Of they're full honey big jars. Big ones. Like big mason big jars. It's, it's way too much. So the girls leave, and Linda remarks to Danny that he just bought 20 jars of honey. Danny says, oh, that's nothing. When DJ set the record, he bought 112 jars and okay. built a honey cellar downstairs. There we go. Now that explains it. There, It's right. Joey's room was a honey cellar. A honey and cellar. And now, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's so much room. This is also this so relatable, because how many times do you end up as a parent just buying out? Like, you're like, oh. The kid has to sell so many whatever for the fundraiser, for the school. 
And as a parent, you're just like, dang it, do I just have to buy yeah, but, the rest of these that the kid didn't yeah, sell? Yeah, but they're always buying, that's always like C's candy or like Girl Scout nuts and chocolate or Girl Scout yeah. cookies. So the problem is, is that I'm not like, oh darn, there's 112 boxes of Girl Scout cookies in my house. I'm like, <laughs> yo, here we go. And that's the problem. That is the problem. It's the product. It's, it is the product that's the problem. Um, so Linda starts to leave, but Danny stammers and stutters, and he awkwardly asks Linda if she likes movies. He is so bad at this, and he loses his concentration, and Linda's like, hurry up. I got a car full of honeybees. <laughs> I got a car full of bees. Got I got a car go. full of bees. Let's that's going to that's gonna be my excuse for everything from now on. I'm sorry. I've got a car full of bees. I have to leave. <laughs> I've got a car full of bees. <laughs> so I've got turtles in bags and cars full of bees. I've got, I've got to leave. <laughs> Turtles and bags. Yeah. So Linda cuts right to the chase. Uh, she has two tickets to the modern art exhibit tonight. Does Danny want to go with her if she can find a sitter? Danny immediately offers up Joey and Jesse to babysit. And great. It's a date. Linda's thrilled. She says she will even buy Danny dinner as well. She's going to pick okay. him up at seven. All right. Good. Thank goodness for Linda for being forward because Danny wasn't getting it out. Right, and, like this date never would have been like, set come up. Come on, yeah. buddy, let's do this. Leave right. it to a woman. Just get get shit done. You know, <laughs> Linda I mean, is that's, setting up the date. She's yeah, she's running a hive. She's got a car full of bees. Yeah, she's, I admire her. I do. I, I'm here for Linda. Okay. So Danny closes the door and he keeps repeating, "I have a date tonight. I have a date tonight." He's in disbelief, and then he does this weird leg kick thing His, for he emphasis. <laughs> He would do that, and that was one of Bob's more awkward moments because, again, he was so long that, like, so getting long. his knee up was like it was like an like an ostrich. You know what I mean? Like, yes. just, just yeah. He was. It was great. It was so awkward and so Danny. It's so Danny. I loved it. It made me laugh. Um. So next in the kitchen, Joey is putting together the dream house, which also sometimes I thought they were calling it's not it a dream a house. house. It's a playhouse. It's a, a playhouse. A tree house. They call it, it was a tree house. house. Sometimes they call it a dream house, but I'm like, no, it's like a it's like a playhouse. It's a playhouse. It's a playhouse. Yeah. Well, okay. that's I mean, I'm sure it was written by men who had never uh, unboxed any sort any. of small playground equipment and had to build it. Right. Right. Okay. The night before a holiday. <laughs> right. When you need you're like, oh, I'm out of I'm out of batteries. I'm out of right, right, right. whatever other tools I need to build yeah. this dang thing. Yeah. Um. So Joey's putting together the playhouse and Jesse is talking to Michelle about how much better this playhouse will be than Benny the dish rag. Why is this? Ch There's toys all over this damn house. Why have they given the child a dish rag? Well, th this is so relatable, though. They live in a though, $17 million house in San Francisco, <laughs> and the kid's playing with a dish rag? Yes, because babies are like that. They'll just attach That's themselves true. to, like, a lovey, like, a weird, like, Felicity did this. She had an old shirt of mine that she would just, like, sniff and, like, rub on her nose. She's going to be so embarrassed that I'm telling you this. She hates you right But now. she would just had a lovey, and it would, like, it yeah. got so ragged because she didn't ever well, wanted to I wash remember. it. Well, that I remember. The kids you know. had, right. But they had it their was lovies. not a dish rag. Not yeah. a dish rag. Well, no. And I, they should have set this up a little better because I... By the end of the episode, I was like, what? So the dish rag is a lovey, and Michelle doesn't want to let go of it. So right. they're trying to wean Michelle off of Benny the dish rag, and they're hoping that this playhouse to will be a replace it substitute. with a playhouse? Yes, replace it with a that playhouse. That seems like a very odd uh, lateral transfer of things. Uh, you know I, what I mean? Agree. Like. I what's she gonna do? Carry the playhouse around with her? The, yeah. the, at least Benny the dish rag's portable. You know? Yeah, at least you can sleep with Benny the dish rag. You can't really cuddle with your your playhouse. But, but. who hasn't slept with Benny the dish rag? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I had a I had a dime for every time. Uh, yeah, that guy. Okay, <laughs> that guy. All right. 
Uh, so Danny enters the kitchen. He's giddy, and he announces that he has a date tonight. And the guys all He's cheer. so cute. He's so excited. Jesse says, oh, it was my pep talk about being bold and confident, wasn't it? And Danny says, no, I was shy and awkward. And she asked me out, and she's treating me to dinner and an art exhibit. Joey and Jesse are stunned and perhaps even a little jealous, too. Very, very feminist of her to be like, I'm taking you out. And she's paying for it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to really love Linda. I do. Uh, So Jesse offers to watch the girls, and suddenly Danny is reminded, oh, yeah, the girls. He is stressed about how he's going to tell the girls that he has a date. Mm. Joey and Jesse offer up some generic, unhelpful advice, and Danny says, you guys don't have a clue how to handle this, do you? They really don't. I mean, who does? I, I don't, yeah, there's no answers. It's a hard situation. So Danny goes over to Michelle in the high chair and asks if she will help him tell the girls. Michelle nods her head yes and then grabs onto Danny's nose. And then grabs Bob's <laughs> nose. Oh, my God. And you can it see was, Bob kind of looking off into he the looks, camera he's aisle. He's looking on, and you could, he totally <laughs> broke the fourth wall there. He did, he did not think that they were going to use that. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if he's looking for Adria, like to be like, he, get this looking kid's at, hand yeah, off he's my looking nose. looking at Adria like, what do I do? The baby has my nose. But it was so funny. Yes. Yeah. It was so great. I, but was he always insecure about his nose? I feel like this is sort of a recurring thing i mean maybe not i'm sh- i don't i don't i mean i don't know about insecure i mean i'm sure like i don't know if you really make comments about it but it was you know there's a joke later like bob didn't know yeah there's a joke later about jesse says something about how something about a nose job for danny and i'm just right. like why is this a re- I mean, why is this nose bit a well maybe it joke wasn't a re- maybe it wasn't a recurring thing until the baby grabbed the nose and then john ran with it and mm. and probably improvised that joke and bob Probably hated it, but didn't say anything. I that's think that's how what I I'm imagine re- this going down. <laughs> that's what I'm remembering. Yes, right, that's right, what I'm yeah. remembering. Okay. Uh, so we cut now to the girls' bedroom, where DJ is given Stephanie instructions on how to give the best honeybee seller speech. She demonstrates this, and Stephanie's very impressed. Danny DJ walks could in. Sell ice to Eskimos, man. I'm telling you, oh, DJ. She DJ could sell the honey back to the bees. She could. She's very resourceful. She knows yeah. what she's doing. Uh, Danny walks in and Stephanie tries her speech on him. Hi, Daddy. I'm Stephanie Tanny. Stephanie Tanner. (laughs) Stephanie Tanny. And your honey is tax duck billed. Happy birthday. (laughs) 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 She's just getting all of it wrong, but selling it. it. I mean, tax deductible when you're six, you're like tax duck billed. Yes, thank you. That makes more sense than tax deductible to a six-year-old. So funny. Uh, So Danny sits them down for an important talk. Uh, he has trouble getting the words out, and instead he just buys two more jars of honey. <laughs> then he stutters Always and buys idea. four more jars of honey. Because, I mean... <sighs> Stephanie's like, wow, I'm great at, I'm great at this. You're going to have a honey swimming pool in the backyard. <laughs> yeah. He finally gets it out that he is going out with Julie's mom, Linda, tonight. Stephanie mistakes this as an invitation that they are all going out together. Danny explains that, no, it's just him and Linda. Oh, so awkward. It's so awkward. You're like, hey, I'll go. No, you're not yeah, invited. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was cringing. Oops. DJ is clearly bitter, and she explains to Stephanie in clear terms, dad is going out on a date, and he doesn't want us there. They want to be alone. Ouch. DJ starts to storm out, but Danny stops her and explains that he and Linda just want to get to know each other better. But DJ's not having it. She tries to guilt Danny into staying home to help with homework. Yep. Now, Stephanie asks if Julie's mommy is going to become their new mommy. 
Danny is shocked. And he explains that this is just a date. People go out on dates and they don't get married. And, you know, I don't know if you could relate to this, but I totally could relate to the fear of introducing a new partner to your kids. And, I mean, granted, right. mine, mine wasn't a death situation. Mine was a divorce. But right. when I brought Michael, my, my boyfriend of nine years, around to meet the kids, I was, it's like, so nervous. I waited six months to right. even introduce them because I was oh, just yeah. paranoid it, about it, what they were going to think. Are they going to be mad? What's, you know, what's going to go on? Right. Um, and the kids, they were, they, were good, they were good about it, but a little bit hesitant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out later that Tate, Tate, my son, my oldest son, Right. He was a little bit like, I don't know about this. He was kind of cranky about it, kind of like DJ was. Right. Um, and I was like, what's going on, Tate? You know, are you, are you okay with this situation? Well, I found out later that he assumed that because I was dating Michael and Michael was from Texas, that that meant the whole family was moving to Texas. Moving to and, Texas. Oh, no. And he was announcing to his the whole his whole That's classroom it. that I'm moving, moving to, to Texas. Texas. And I'm like, no, honey. Like, this is just, Aww. we're just dating. We're not getting married. We're not moving to Texas. Nothing right. is going to change, but um, just watching yeah, the scene that, brought, brought back those memories of just having sure. those conversations yeah, with is, your kids. You know, I actually loved this episode for that because it was, it, and it was such a real moment where like nobody knew, I don't, I don't know, There's you know, no Danny didn't know, the this. guys didn't know, There's no yeah. handbook for it. Like, yeah, it's, it is what it is. And mm-hmm. like walking the kids through it and letting them have their emotions and, you know, feeling that being torn as a parent of like, well, how do I, you know, make sure my kids are taken care of and okay, Mm -hmm. but how do I also make choices that make me happy? You know, what's that, what's the balance? How do you do that? So it was such a great episode um, for that. But I, and DJ was, but like, woof. She's mad. She has feelings about this. She has feelings. And she's not, she's not going to hold him, hold him back. Like she's going to let Danny know exactly how she feels. She's like, he's leaving. I was like, yeah. yeah, bitter. It's, yeah, it's pretty brutal. She's very bitter, but this is very, very relatable. And yeah, like you said, um, for writers that couldn't get the play, the playhouse right, the Benny, the dish rag, and the playhouse, and all these little kid kid specificities, like they get that stuff wrong. But then they nailed this this storyline of how to explain to your kids that you know dad's moving on and dad needs to take care of himself and do things that make him happy, but. Danny still loves his daughter. Well, maybe that's an area of life that they had more experience with. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay. You know? Well, they just, they really, they really nailed it. I think they, they hit all these emotional beats. And Yeah, um, it was great. I really like it. Okay, uh, moving on. DJ continues to give Danny a guilt trip until Danny finally decides, fine, he will stay home with the kids and cancel his date. DJ looks very pleased with herself. Mm-hmm. The girls I, kiss him on the cheeks. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I also no- oh, I also noticed in this scene, uh, I have a giant Band-Aid on my knee, and I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? You probably fell down, or who, who knows? Well, I decidedly like, fell down, but I, sure yeah, I was like, what down. did I do? Yeah, it was like a big wound. We anyway. Should, we should keep a running tally of your injuries <laughs> right during the eight With years. With my uh, little fuzzy uh, face <laughs> thing. It was like, if you look too, there was like a little face on that fuzzy outfit oh, that really? I had. It was like a weird little um, gnome looking thing, oh. like made out of clay. It was a button. I don't know. It was very strange. Very oh, okay. 80s. But uh, very yeah. 80s. <laughs> Love it. Um, so we hear some sad instrumental music and that takes us to the commercial break. And after that's the sad commercial how you break, you know, you're having a feeling. <laughs> yes. You're the right. sad instrumental music. 
Um, after the commercial break, Danny's in the kitchen and he's calling Linda to cancel this date. Jesse and Joey walk in and overhear this conversation. And side note, Jesse's wearing yellow and not blue. His stand he's not wearing his traditional teal. He's wearing a bowling shirt. Oh. If you notice, it's like a like a vintage style bowling shirt with a leather vest over with it. the leather vest. Yes, he's got the leather vest. Yeah. He's got, it's his standard uniform, but the shirt is but so shirt, different. I know the color. So bright, it was shocking. It took me out yeah. of the scene. I was like, "What? Where's his yeah. traditional teal and black outfit?" That the color wears? story changed. Yeah. yeah, it changed. Very jarring. Yeah. Very jarring. So Jesse and Joey question Danny about what happened, and Danny explains that he couldn't handle the looks on the girls' faces. Mm. Joey and Jesse think that he should have kept the date. And Danny claims it'll be much easier to date when the girls move out to college. <laughs> Joey says he'll be pushing 50 at the singles bars. And then Dave does this really funny impression of old man Danny Tanner, <laughs> which is great. Again, 50, though. Not old. That's F- not 50 that old. is not old. No, it is, no, no, it's not no. old. No, you're right. Just a reminder, everyone. Yes, no, 50, 50 is, is not. Yeah, you're not. You're, you just, you're just starting life at 50. Yeah. Uh, so Jesse, well, I mean, maybe not just starting, but you know, you're well into it. Well, yes, well into but it. Not, the, the best but is not yet done. to come. No, not done at all. Uh, Jesse says, "What do you want to do, Danny?" And Danny replies that, "Well, he wants to go out with Linda." So Danny calls Linda back to reinstate their date. He claims that it was his evil twin brother Manny Tanner who called oh, to cancel. I would a few have loved to have seen that episode <laughs> where Danny's evil twin Manny. Shows up. Uh, I feel like it should have been in the same episode as Stavros. Yes. uh, And and they could have had a battle to the death. Oh, that would have been so great. Manny versus Stavros. Stavros. And then they had the Olsen. There was the Greek Olsen twin or the Greek. Right, right, right. The Greek cousin. cousin Right, right, right. So both Olsens were in that episode. That would be so great. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a gauge match. That would be amazing. (laughs) So the date is back on. Hallelujah. Just then, DJ and Stephanie walk in and announce that they're so thankful that Danny canceled his date that they want to take him out for ice cream. They say, you're a great dad and we love you so much. Oh, oh. the guilt. The guilt. Mm. So Mm-mm-mm. Danny hugs the girls and once again gets on the phone and cancels the date, a la Manny Tanner. Oh, Manny. Oh, Danny. Danny Manny. Mm. So we fade to the living room where Joey is giving Jesse instructions on how to build the playhouse. DJ and Stephanie come in and ask if the guys want to join them for ice cream with Danny. Joey and Jesse propose that they take the girls to ice cream instead and let Danny go on the date. DJ says that that idea stinks and Stephanie is just still confused. Man, I don't remember DJ ever being this bratty. Like she's very unhinged. DJ in this one was pretty, uh, and I, understandably but i yeah. think that was always the thing like like dj because she was the oldest one i noticed mm. there were a couple episodes where like she really like the 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 thought of the change of mm. like mo- having steph move in i think in that pilot episode and stuff like yeah. and this is where we really see it come out and like it's a little like she's she, you know she's like a she's unhappy she's yeah you know it, it she's makes pissed. sense let's be- just, she's pissed she's pissed she's she's mad her mom is gone yeah, these weird men have moved in with her. Her sister's now infiltrated her room, and she's just like, and now yeah. Dad's going to start dating too. So yeah, you're right. She had more years yeah. with Pam than Stephanie right. did, and certainly yeah, Michelle. Steph was like, Steph's I mean, just confused this whole episode. But DJ, yeah, yeah. DJ's. I mean, upset. that's I I get that. I spent a lot of my time there. Yep, I, I just said I've been confused all day. 
And that is, I'm <laughs> going to cross-stitch true. that onto a pillow. <laughs> I've been confused all day. I've been confused all day. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Some things never change. Uh, so Joey explains that he knows how the girls feel because he was only six when his parents got divorced. And he wasn't very mm. happy when his mom started to date again. Mm. But once his mom started dating again, Joey saw that she was much happier because she wasn't so lonely anymore. And this stops DJ. And she asks, hmm, do you think dad is lonely? And Joey replies, yes, he does think that Danny is lonely. And so this gives DJ pause and she admits that she wants her dad to be happy. And Stephanie says, well, let's go talk to daddy. And the girls exit. Jesse announces that he's finished building this dream house, finally, without instructions, by the way. But he quickly realizes he is stuck inside the, the playhouse and he can't get out. So he just picks up the whole damn house and walks into the kitchen with this the house around him. John's moments of great physical comedy <laughs> that was very so, funny. Um, even though so he could have just lifted it over his head and, um, and stood up through the hole in the bottom. But that yeah. doesn't make for a good joke. Uh, that wouldn't have been nearly as funny as no, this no, bit no, no. with the house. No. Um, so now DJ pulls Stephanie into their bedroom and says she's not sure about this. Stephanie says, but I thought you wanted daddy to be happy. And DJ says, well, you're forgetting about someone very important, mom. DJ thinks that mom might not be so happy about dad going out on dates. And Stephanie says, well, she doesn't want mommy, daddy, or her and DJ to be not happy. And Stephanie says, well, I think I'm just having my first headache, which relatable, you know? Many more. This was such a cute scene, though. Like, it was such a sweet moment in this scene and then and the next scene in mm. Danny's room um were such sweet scenes like between the girls and yeah. between you know Danny and his girls it was I, I I liked these two moments it's it's very tender and honest yeah. and real yeah and Steph was just so like wait I don't know what's happening yeah. like it was it was a real moment you know where like the older kids like no I have I have a little more experience here and the little mm-hmm. the younger ones just like okay I don't know what's going on yes yeah. very very real moments here uh so we fade to Danny's bedroom the uh, first time we've seen Danny's bedroom, is it not? No, we've seen it once before. Um, 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 I can't remember the episode off the top of my head, but we've seen it once before. There was a weird exercise bike in his bedroom, oh, which is not that's there right, that's right, that's this right, time. That's right. Okay, um, never mind. Yeah, can't remember the episode, but yeah, this is the second time we've seen Danny's room. Right. Which is great. <laughs> and Danny's laying on his bed. He's throwing a football in the air, and the girls walk in carrying bowls of ice cream. Danny sits the girls on the bed and asks them, what's wrong? Stephanie says, DJ was wondering if you still love mom. Oh, oh God. And the look on your face, Jody, is just like. I wrote down, this oh. is the first time I've cried watching this. Oh. Well, maybe not the first time because it like yeah. seeing it and Bob and all. But like for an, an emotional scene, oh. this scene really, this scene got me. It, it just, it's a gut punch. Like, it's just like, oh yeah. my gosh, what a, what a, what a weighty question. Yeah. It's a huge question and it's an honest question. And yeah. it's, you know, yeah. Wow. It's, you just delivered that so well. And the look on your face was Thank just you. oh, amazing. So Danny reassures them, of course, I still love mom. She was the first love of my life. Danny reassures them that he will always love mom, even if he goes out on a date. DJ asks, well, how do you think mom would feel about that? And Danny says he knows exactly how she would feel because they once talked about it. If something happened to either of them, the surviving spouse should feel free to find someone to share their life with. And he's not looking for someone to replace their mom. He's, he's, he will never, ever forget her. 
And at this point, we cut to a wide shot of the four of them. Michelle, for some reason, is fast asleep on Danny's lap. No, she wasn't even asleep, though. She <laughs> was just, like, curled up. No, she oh. was just, if you see, like, her face, she's awake and probably looking at Adria. Like, oh, okay. But she's just curled up, like, Bob's sitting kind of, like, cross-legged. Oh. And she's just curled up, like, in his lap. Oh, it's so sweet. And it, like, it was, it's so cute. And then, like, she sits up for a moment and uh-huh. then does it again. Like, uh-huh. and it was just such a sweet moment, like, that would happen with a parent, you know? Like, you're having yeah. a conversation with your two older ones and then your little toddler's just being silly and, like, curled up in your lap. And Aww. it was, I, I loved watching that dynamic. Um, it was very sweet. It's very cute. And it shows how comfortable the Olsons were with all of yeah. you guys that they could just lay down and yeah. they're not sleeping, but they're just comfortable that they just, just yeah. kind of wrap their body around yeah, exactly. whoever they're sitting, whoever they're sitting on. It was very, yeah. very sweet. I loved that. Uh, so DJ finally gives her blessing for Danny to go on his date. Danny says, well, he can't call Linda yet again after already breaking their date twice. So DJ says, I'll call her. And she runs to the phone. <laughs> I need to get away. And pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you, uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free, and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> Bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair, Ugh. and uh, head on out in in the Hyundai. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your rippers bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We cut to later in the day. Uh, We're still in Danny's room, but it's now messy with clothes strewn all over the place. Jesse and Joey enter the room and Jesse's eating a chicken leg. Is this the first chicken? chicken? Is this the first cold chicken leg? I don't know if it's the first cold chicken leg, but this is the, but cold chicken is a thing thing that was, that was the thing. That was John's thing. That was just, he just always had a, a, a chicken, a cold a cold chicken, chicken wing, fried chicken, chicken leg, yeah. fried chicken, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I weirdly actually started liking it as a kid, like the weird cold chicken. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I blame John. It's just such a weird thing because it has nothing to do with the scene or the episode. It's just he's just random. But that's John, right? Just like I'm, me and my chicken wing are walking into this scene and and <laughs> maybe pulling a little focus, but that's okay. You I'm going to keep a running tally of how many cold chicken legs oh, we see. Yes, yep. a running a chicken wing tally. I'm here for it. A chicken wing tally. And also this leads us into a a montage, which Oh, the montage, is montage. So and good. more music because <gasps> we haven't had Oh yeah. It's, we've been a little lacking in Well, no, we haven't. We had Venus in the last one. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Wait, you're right. Another musical moment. So another yeah. Musical but this moment. was a montage moment. Mo- and it's montage. It's reminds so me great. of uh, Team America. <laughs> montage we're having the montage yeah so Danny asked the guys for help putting a look together and we flip to this montage where first Danny is wearing an exact shirt of Joey's as well as the high-waisted trousers that are so high like so high why did Dave so wear his pants so high, high. so it high. was the 80s man that was a thing it was like people wanted to look like they had no middle section no like torso. Your, yeah like your pants were up over your belly button why yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a it's a choice. It was definitely a choice. Yeah, no. Um, get, it's, it doesn't look cute. You get no. fupa or whatever. It's just not. <laughs> don't look that up, guys. Don't look it up. Okay. Don't. Just, Those of you who know, you know. I, do. It's okay. I know, and now I I don't know if I can continue. <laughs> okay. And it's not wrong. I'll I'll just I'll continue. It's it's a choice. It's you, very yeah. Easy, you should keep going. I'm gonna quick keep going before and- I say something else. <laughs> Because okay, I can tell it's on the tip of your tongue. Oh. Um, okay, we flip again. We flip again to Danny is now all rocked out with a leather jacket. His hair is slicked back like Jesse. And the little duck tail so, in the front. Yeah, the little oh, yeah jo- Jesse's adjusting his hair with the little, oh, it's so funny. Um, and then we cut to the living room where Linda is waiting on the couch with, with the guys. This poor and- woman. I, you know, I gotta she, say. How long has she been waiting downstairs? Well, long enough for there to be a montage. Yeah. And also, the guys were upstairs with her, so is she just, like, sitting in the living room? Can you imagine this poor woman? Yeah. I, this man has called three times, mm-hmm. pretended mm-hmm. to be an evil twin. Yes. Said he's going, he's not going, he's going, he's not going. Yeah. Bought honey off of your kid. Yeah. And now he's having a montage moment upstairs, and you're still waiting. She waits for like 40 I, minutes like, downstairs. And I'm paying for this shit? Right. I, you know. I, I really hope I gotta he, say, Linda, that we split like, the bill with her or something. Linda, he's not ready. He's not he's ready. He's so not ready. He's not ready, Linda. No. <laughs> run, Linda, run. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Jesse says Danny should be down any minute. And right then, Danny walks in from the kitchen wearing a suit and tie again, back to his normal look. Back, yes, back to the Danny look. Which is his best. With, 
with the skinny 80s ties and everything. Yep. Those ties were no more than an inch wide. <laughs> no. Top to bottom. The whole thing. <laughs> so Danny tells Linda, thanks for waiting and sorry about all the confusion. And Linda's very understanding. She says, I understand completely. DJ brings Michelle in to say goodbye. And Danny kisses them on the cheek and then opens the door for Linda to exit. Jesse and Joey pretend to be old parents, saying goodbye. Take two dimes for a phone call. You kids behave yourself. They, they remind me of Billy Crystal and, um, oh God, I can't think of her name. She's a brilliant comedian uh, in A Princess Bride. Oh, oh. Have fun oh, storming the, the castle. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, the two, the like the witches that live the in the old, thing. Yeah, the old yeah, yeah. witch and, and yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I don't know. Carol Chan, is it Carol? No. Not Carol Chan, no. no. Carol something. Oh, Ah. She's and I, I can picture her out of the makeup, but I can't think yeah. of her name right now. Yeah. Anyway, okay, that's all right. Well, somebody will, somebody will email us and tell us. Yes. So Danny and Linda exit, and Jesse announces that it's time for Michelle's big moment. Time to get rid of Benny the dish rag, and he throws the dish rag on the floor, and introduce her to her brand new playhouse. They slide Michelle down the slide. Michelle stands up. And walks right over to pick up Benny, looks over her shoulder, and makes a break for the kitchen. <laughs> and that's our show, ladies that's and gentlemen. Show. There's our the everywhere you look moment uh, at the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At oh, the at the end. bottom. What's your, uh, at the, what's your not the bottom, but at the end of the show. What's your what's your everywhere, the everywhere you, look? you look moment? If you look mm. at the very last like ten seconds Ooh. when Michelle is exiting from the living room into the kitchen, uh-huh. you will see on the ground the skirt. Of Adria later, <gasps> no. sitting by the kitchen door, like kind of in the doorway, but like a little bit off camera. Yeah, but you see, remember Adria always had those like long flowy skirts. Yeah, yeah. You see her skirt where like the um, either Ashley or Mary- Carol Kane. That's who it was with Billy Crystal. Uh, Carol Sorry, Kane. That just came Thank in you. And Thank I you, producer. <laughs> um, but you see Adria's. Uh, you, you see, you her see Adria's skirt. skirt. I yeah. did not notice that. So she was waiting. Kind of in the kitchen. She was set waiting so like she could calling catch them over to the yeah to like towards to the coax kitchen area. Them out, uh-huh. coax them into the kitchen. Oh, yeah. But she see? was like just inside the door because she had to be there so that they could see Adria because they would go to her, but yeah. she couldn't be on the other side of the door because they wouldn't have seen the the girls wouldn't have seen Adria, and you would have seen her even more in the shot. Right. So, right. Yeah. But I did. I like had to rewind it a couple times. I was like, wait. Is it, wait. So yeah, I'm gonna Adria's look that skirt. up. Oh, I love it. I love that little Easter egg that nobody would have noticed or even known what it was. Or been like, what is that? Who's that random person? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I want to go back and look at that. Uh, Yeah. And the dish rag moment was a total little improvised laugh moment from uh, the girls. Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute that they're just like, they know that they've, Done, they haven't done something wrong, but she's just like, I, I got like, Benny and I'm yeah, going, yeah. I'm making a, making a break that for toddler it. toddler <laughs> thing when they grab something and they get that look like, I know I'm not supposed to do this. And yeah. they do it and you're like, yeah. It's so great. Well, my, you have an everywhere you look on I it? do. I do. I just, I, I feel like we really need to deconstruct Danny's bedroom a little bit more because um, even though we've seen it before, we see a lot more of it this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got this nautical theme. This nautical theme is running strong through through his bedroom. He's got the blue plaid bedroom through his house. Through the he whole basically house. he basically lives on the boat from Se- from the Seekers episode. He does. He's got the the blue plaid, he's got it on his bedspread, he's got it on his he, curtains. The, the couch and the curtains are the same. Mm-hmm. The same basically. And it's in the kitchen, it's in the living room and it's in Danny's bedroom. Can you imagine yeah. being surrounded by that much blue plaid? That's a lot of blue plaid. It's a lot. And you love plaid. 
And I love That's, plaid. You I do. love plaid. I do. But that is even I don't have that many plaid curtains in my house. And how many plaid curtains do you have in your house? Um, one. No, zero. I have a gingham. I have one gingham. Okay, not totally. Okay. Not totally plaid. It's kind of related, but yeah, okay, one gingham. Um, but I also saw. Okay, there. It looks like in Danny's bedroom. There's like a side patio door. There's like a single yes, door with like window I saw pane. that too. Yeah. Where does that go to? Like, isn't his room on the second floor? So why is there a door? Well, like, a, where is well, there a, a balcony? It's a small balcony. Yeah, he has obviously, a balcony. Duh. Well, I, I, he's got a balcony in a shape shifting backyard. And you know how much that goes for in San Francisco? <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's. It's. It, I mean, the assumption is right that Danny's room is at the end of the hallway. End of the hallway. So right. I always picture it like Michelle's room, mm-hmm. Jesse's room, Danny's room. And Ste- on, uh, Steph and DJ's room and the, the bathroom, side. right? And That's how I've pictured it as well. So that That's second floor. So that yes. So the the door, I guess if you were approximating it that way, would be like a little side mm-hmm. of the house balcony. Little side of the house right? balcony. Because the okay. closet would be the end of the house. Okay. Okay. I can picture that. If you walked in that, you know what I'm saying? Man, we got to get an architect on this show to just describe okay, all the there is all I the problems. Somewhere online, I saw someone who actually like made a, a recreation of what the house would have to look like in oh, order man. for all of those rooms to fit, and it was it, it was amazing because you're like <laughs> it was the most monstrosity house. It was put the Winchester Mystery House to shame. Just oh, yeah. Stairs that went nowhere. Yeah, it was crazy. Nothing makes sense. Nothing. No, nothing makes sense. <laughs> nothing makes sense. Well, that's on brand for this show, you know, just secret doors and that's more see, rooms yeah. and shape-shifting yep. everything. So Yeah. That's, I'm sure that balcony probably at one point was like, we don't need that anymore. Just get rid of that. Yeah, just get rid of it. I'll be curious to see if that door is still there because I know we see Danny's room again, like when mm-hmm. you poke a hole through the wall. Like, so I'm, I'm curious to see huh. if that, that patio door stays right? or if they get rid of it. I don't know. Anyway, everywhere anyway. you look, that's Everywhere that's you it. look, there's yeah. blue plaid. Mm, true. So true. That's how I'm going to redo my entire house in all blue plaid. <laughs> and charge people to come visit and like, look yeah, at, you yeah, know, it's like that's a it. You just full house come museum. look at my plaid curtains. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I'll bring my, my full house merch and like display it like a, like a museum. It'll be like a, a little full house museum. Come see the, this, this is sad. <laughs> we can't do this. That's no, no. We started with colonoscopies and we're ending with. I don't know what something even weirder, which is a full house museum and me having plaid curtains that we're running somehow and charging people what a wooden nickel to come in. Like, what is this? This Some sort of strange. Maybe we should pay them to come in. I don't know. This has been too much. Let's wrap this up. Yeah, we we need to somebody. Somebody please just unplug our microphones. I will say it is always a pleasure doing these wonderful episodes with you. And uh, everyone, if you want to follow us on Instagram, make sure you follow at How Rude Podcast. Or you can send us messages, emails, um, show ideas, questions for our mini-sodes, all that kind of stuff at HowRudePodcast at gmail.com. And make sure you tune in next week uh, for more fun episodes. We'll be covering, uh, what is it, episode... 18 episode 18 yeah episode 18 uh i'm not sure what our next one will be uh but anyway make sure you follow subscribe rate the podcast all that fun stuff and remember you can do it the house is full 
Nope, nope, nope. The nope. world is nope, nope. The world, the world is small, but the house is full. You did it! Yes, Yay! yes. Da, 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 da. See? see if I just close my eyes, it's there. Yeah, it's hel- it helps when you close your eyes. I could yeah. see you concentrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, Jody. I'm the proud world, of you. The world is small. The house is full mm. of blue plaid. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> oh, until next time. Until next time, you guys. Mm, bye. Bye. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P, Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.